Hello. <laughs> Hello. This is Frame of Reference. Um, we are a podcast of <laughs> two parents who are homeschooling and raising our children um, with the liberation style lens. I don't know, conscious man. I don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to live in this like fucked up like country that of the United States <laughs> and survive and um, thrive. I, I like thriving. Um, but we do homeschools, provide self-directed education to our children. I am one of your hosts. My name is Takesha. Um, I ha- I go by she, her pronouns. Um, apparently, I need to like embrace my they, them pronouns more because I put them off to the side, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I have um, three children, nine-year-old and almost seven-year-old twins. So that's what we're doing. We've been, they've been with me their whole lives. So we are, I don't know what you call that type of homeschooling. My children have never been to daycare or anything. I don't know if that's beneficial to you all, but you know it now. And with me is- Non-COVID schoolers. Non-COVID. Joining me are always with me is my host, co-host. Shanice, she, her. I have two, 11 and nine. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, when I'm tired, I, I ramble. So yeah. <laughs> we'll work on that. It's the end of the week. So that's, <laughs> be prepared. I've been talking all week. Uh, we are in the, is it the middle? We're three days in on Black Breastfeeding Week. So if you ever catch me at the end of August, it is Black Breastfeeding Week. I usually am doing stuff, even though this theme this year, oh, we could talk about that, is the big pause. It's supposed to be the collective rest for collective power. I'm going to go on um, record today of saying I misunderstood the assignment, apparently, um, that the organizers intended to like take a break. I don't know how to do that when it comes to this type of um, uh, festivities because I see it as a celebration and an acknowledgement or whatever. I could do that, you know, like doing less, but I thought we needed, I think I wanted to do at least something because I couldn't imagine being someone who was lactating and not being able to share that with everybody else. Cause I feel like that's the, you know, part of our normalization. So we have stuff planned for this week. Um, tomorrow, uh, although this will be out after all the stuff has happened, but you can go to Chocolate Milk Cafe's website and see stuff, but we'll be talking about um, experiences with lack of um, tandem nursing because that's not really you know expressed <laughs> um, <laughs> enough in the black community so we'll be talking about that stuff and, um, in some inclusivity talks as well so yeah um, that's what I've been doing I've been talking to people the past couple of days with just being in partnership and collaboration I haven't been on any panels or anything because I'm not that important but that's okay I'm okay with that uh, yeah, so that's me. Like I said, talking a lot. I literally have been talking all day today. Um, and I think I'm a little tired, so I do need a rest at some point. Um, what else? What else is going on? Well, um, I plan to take all of August off and from everything. And we made it most of the month. However, 
be like five, what, four days out? And mm-hmm. we've had stuff to do every day this week, mm. pretty much. <laughs> Your August ended early. <laughs> um, we got close. I can't, I'm actually, I saw somebody asking how early can they start celebrating fall, which I thought was ridiculous. But also I'm like kind of looking forward to getting a little I, cooler. Frankly, this is the latest I've ever seen anybody celebrating fall because pumpkin spice everything is usually like August 13th that people start talking about all of that stuff but it's so hot and I don't know if I missed it this year or or like missed when people or my Mm -hmm. uh, platforms have been cleared of the the majority of those people (laughs) but I feel like I (laughs) haven't seen very much of that this August so I see and I would have thought it would have been the opposite because it feels like every time I go into a store, they're two seasons ahead. Like in July or June, I feel like they were doing school prep or whatever. Last time I went into stuff, I feel like they were doing um, Halloween. And I'm like, it's August. Y'all totally. Halloween. I feel like I never, that's always the case. Okay. Like if you're going to get school supplies on an, on an actual discounted rate, you got to get them at the end of July, mid-July to end July. Okay. And the prices start raising, being raised increasingly from then on mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um and now well halloween stuff started last week and then you'll have like winter coats the first week of september second week of september and then it's all about christmas the stores will be christmas everything before the end of September. Yay. Because Thanksgiving, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, gets no attention. It, it's fall. It's like the harvest season. <laughs> but it's not because even the fall things don't really include Thanksgiving. So turkey. I don't know. what. But what is really Thanksgiving? Um, I mean, it doesn't even have really any movies or anything. It's just like, there how would you celebrate Thanksgiving? how would you well thanksgiving is the celebration of dysfunction yeah. culturally here that is soul food what it <laughs> i don't even remember soul food is thanksgiving or christmas but <laughs> nonetheless um, well we're not supposed to be celebrating anyway so we're good yeah who cares But that's why you see people like with buckets of Halloween candy on their Thanksgiving table or on the other end of that, mm-hmm. having their Thanksgiving meal surrounded by Christmas trees. It's because Thanksgiving doesn't actually have an identity. Uh, I mean, I'm aside I'm, from the dysfunction. Yeah. I'm arguing that I don't need one, right? <laughs> I don't know. What a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, I I just like fall things. I like the leaves changing and the idea that I can um, just uh, figure out to eat more food to hibernate. <laughs> even though, no. But yeah, um, I don't even know if I like all the fall foods. I, you know, because I can't even say sweet potatoes and yams are like a fall food. They're really not. Maybe um, 
squashes and stuff. I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, I I do look, I am looking forward to um, batch cooking or doing something along the lines of having more pot pies and mm. chilies and lasagnas and all that, that stuff. That requires in my, the rearranging of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have, I need to um, clean out my freezer and like defrost it. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. I was like, well, maybe we'll do it in the summertime. I'm like, but we need the stuff in the freezer to be cold. And if it comes out, it's going to melt fast. Maybe I'll do it in the wintertime. But then where am I putting all the stuff? That's like, I can never figure out what time of year is the best time for me to defrost the damn freezer. <laughs> now I'm like, maybe I get a second one that you can put the stuff in the, fr- no, that, I'm not doing that. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have our, um, we have to figure that, I have to figure that stuff out. But I love this. Um, what's that thing that you gave me? Or you sent me um, the the freezer. All oh, the super cubers. Yes, yeah, super cube. Super, uh, super cube. Something. Yeah, I'm like, can I buy two of those two cup ones? Freeze the contents of like the the chicken, the um, the pot pie like filling, and then freeze them. Take them out and then cover them in the pot the the crust and then how can I store those to like cook I'm like trying to figure out if I could do something some system like that but it's kind of weird because I only want to buy four of them and there's six of us so I'm like how do well I've been trying to figure out what should I do first before I actually buy them because I need to have a solution (laughs) in place it's the it's the thing about having a family of five when things come in like sets of four six eight like, how do I figure this out? Even I'm even having the issue with like um, buying bagels for the setup of how like our odd number of family members. So luckily they come in um, baker's dozen. So I can get a setup where everybody gets two and then the kids get an extra set. <laughs> like the littlest things you don't really think about until you like are in it with the our, our family odd number is really messing up my prep flow. <laughs> And then you have like the children who don't always eat a full of certain things. So like, okay, so can I do half of something with somebody? Who's splitting? Uh, All right. Well, that's my, yeah. Those are the things that are going through my head before I buy those super soup cubers, whatever you said they were called. (laughs) I think that I think they're super cubers. Yeah. All right. So, um, just so we don't spend, because you know how we are with time and stuff like that. Um, what is going on as far as next month? Do we have anything that we can invite people to? Um, I know we're doing adult book club and kids book club stuff. I can post once we figure out books for kids book club. I can share what we're doing and people can join us virtually. But um, I think we're good on people joining us in person <laughs> for that one well you posted today about the the draw africa draw africa group by right yeah you post that in the homeschool group no I, I i should post i only posted family spark but i should do that so um we tried to do that a couple of years ago we're gonna do that i am trying to figure out because I like having the family faculty space, 
Um, I've just been taking for granted us being um, in a co-op and then we have homeschools of color and you do whatever over there. I just, I miss what Families for Equity is supposed to be for some things like, you know, or just talks or whatever. We don't do anything in there. And in the past, because of pandemic, we really haven't done anything. So I, I was trying to figure out if people want to, you know, help revive some things there because it's like 20 people in there. Like, why are you here? <laughs> you know, like, I don't, you don't, I, me personally, I don't need to be in a group if it doesn't serve anything for me. So that's I'm like, what are you here? But one of the things I like about Families for Equity is our group guys. So that's the thing that I would be willing to focus on in the space. But if other people are looking to talk about like current events or process certain things, for some strange reason, we get a lot of people who request to join the group that are into homeschooling. I'm like, I don't understand why you think Families for Equity is a homeschool space. I don't know who told you that. It doesn't say that anywhere, <laughs> um, but that doesn't happen. But if that is a thing, like then people aren't in there asking questions about homeschooling, like, why are you, what are you doing here? So yeah, so group buys is something that I will focus my attention on and I will, I'm gonna try to encourage people to, you know, build up because I don't know if we said this here. I know we talk about community stuff all the time, but I'll be very clear. Like I like community centered spaces and by definition to me, community is built on what you put out there because like if you are looking for a community centered space you have to be active in the community space and you're going to get something out of it if you're engaging and active in that space none of the spaces that Shanice and I are part of are um, service centered which is basically one-sided this is all friendship like friendship building community building relationship building whatever in that respect so I don't like like you know, we have these like Facebook spaces and people are like just here, like just to observe, like what's the, what's the point in that? Like you can do that anyway. We have um, public output pages that'll show you like what we're doing and pictures and you can engage in that way. But to me, when you have like these private Facebook groups, I'm looking for engage like interaction and engagement and de developing for relationships. So um, I'm, you know, I'm like if, if um Families for Equity is there and nobody's interested in doing anything, then maybe it should be defunct. Like maybe we should move on from that. Um, that's what I'm thinking in my head, by the way. But yeah, um, so yeah, I'll add it in the Homeschools of Color. I'll even try to share the link in our, um, what's it called? What's the other space? Um, oh, Google. Google. Yeah, the Google group. So I'll share that. Because there's a, uh, I know we mentioned, there's a company, it's, I don't know if they're actually called Draw Africa, but they have a book where the kids can draw the continent of Africa, and they can do, I think the United States or Europe and uh, the, the world, I don't remember how many, but there's like a bunch of different books of drawing specific countries or continents, so it's fun. I think they even have... Aside from the draw the U.S., they might even have draw the states if yeah. if that tickles your fancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, if as a group buy, we need like fifty books. I think is the goal to get a discount as a group. So that's a goal that we're gonna try to meet or whatever. We still do our frontier orders. Um, I think she's still doing it monthly. <laughs> Comes and goes, but I want to. I definitely want to maintain those things. When it gets cooler, I will reinstate the Santa Barbara chocolate 
order. I want to do that. Um, I wanted to do something and I was like, oh man, I need some chocolate. And I have a little bit and I didn't want to waste what I have left here. Um, but it's so hot, even though they charge, like they'll put like cool. I'm like, it's just way too hot. Um, so we're going to wait till it gets cooler to do chocolate again. And I know we all were trying to figure out to get different types of chocolate. So we'll figure that out when it's, I'm going to say October, because I don't know what September is going to look like in, in the way of like heat. But anyway, so yeah, we do some group buys in there. We'll do other stuff if anybody wants to recommend. Um, I definitely encourage people who are looking to do stuff to actually be available to, you know, organize and be an active participant in the thing that you want going on in the group. Um, like I said, this is not a service thing. It's not like, oh, Takesha, you should do this thing. No, I think this thing should happen so then you can take ownership of it. You know, meetups, uh, conversations, all that stuff. Uh, I, I know this is foreign, so I'm saying it, but I know it's foreign to many people like, oh, you have to a lot. show up to the thing that I said I want you to do. Okay. <laughs> you want me to be active and yeah yeah so but i'm putting it out there that that's what we we asked for and what we're looking for i know it's rare because a lot of other spaces are like no we just want the numbers like we just want to say that we have a lot of people in our space i don't i don't rock like that i don't i don't need it it's not for me so yeah i like engagement so yeah ah that's my spiel um what about what else is going on because I, I didn't mention anything else is going on. let's see you asked what we have coming up um so our kids newsletter is starting we had a whole letter out we had a, a meet and greet this week for some new members in the facebook group mm-hmm. um we're only adding new members on wednesdays for the foreseeable future um so we have a bunch of events that we put out a list and I need to go and make individual events for them. In September, we have kids newsletter coming back. We have Scholastic book orders. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two park day, well, a park day and a beach day. Mm-hmm. All of our events that are for the wider group will be masked events so if that's not your jam don't come see us um and also our first oh we have a parent chat on september 7th which is online oh let me write that down i don't think that's the thing i didn't write down maybe i did i think that might be rosh Hashanah too Uh i did write it down okay it is maybe and then, um, not yeah, for September, but we are reading our first book club for the adults is on October 19th. So if you take a lot of time to read books, you might want to start that in September. And that is the addiction inoculation, raising healthy kids in a culture of dependence by Jessica. I believe this is Leahy. You're gonna have to send me a link to that. <laughs> well, that's what I plan. I plan to start making the event yeah. this this week ahead of September, and then getting our general, our, our personal September schedule 
lockdown. Someone asked me about it today. We caught up with an old friend today. They are not homeschoolers, but they know that we've been homeschooling from essentially the beginning. She asked me what our plans were for September or for the fall, if we had gotten those things sorted out yet. And I just looked at her like, girl, you're asking a lot for me mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's I a took service. August off, off. In September, I will deal with these things. But that is what we have coming up for September. Mm-hmm. We've That's got... Good. I think our park day is in central Jersey, September. Um, and then the beach day and then our October park day, we've got one and I believe, I think that's Hudson County. And then Verona is what, Essex? Wait, I have Kearney. Verona is Essex, yeah. So then we got Essex and I think that's Hudson County together. Is Kearney, is that the one you mean, Hudson? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, so I'm looking, sorry. Um, all right, yeah, um, part Those days. are the things that are coming up. Yeah, I like the emphasis on mass be mass stuff. I like that, you know. Well, because know you know, yet. that's what a, a big part of the, the homeschooling influxes we talked about probably every time we had a conversation this summer so <laughs> is there a um we need a terminology week. list for like what type of homeschoolers we are versus ones we were like in, uh, well I'm avoiding I, I don't want to speak for you <laughs> I, yeah I'm well, I think the fact that just that school. we don't know we have people in our group who who've been in our groups for a significant period of time um and I'm going to place more value on them than strangers in the comfort of strangers. So in order to make the people we know actually feel comfortable and safe at an event that we are hosting, mm-hmm. we are going to cater to that population. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not about being in a community setting, which is what this is, mm-hmm. um, then that's not going to work for you and this is not the place for you yeah and it's understandable if you want to do stuff in the comfort of your own space whatever but we're talking about being like meeting new people in this respects and um right because these are being respectful i mean public in the sense that every everybody in our group has the ability to go mm-hmm. versus a lot of things that we do have been doing with the group without inviting any of you all so yeah and understanding each other's practices public Everyone, adjacent yeah we all have our own level of like you know safety and protocol or whatever so yeah we'll, we'll fit a, the baseline is we're mass <laughs> and we're also done with children and whatever they're eating so yeah um and outdoors so that's good i i think we'll see how this goes because i up until this point have been less than interested than meeting new people. And we all talk about like being introverted and like whatever, like I understand that people need like space and stuff like that, but we've been very open and very um, welcoming 
in the past, but throughout the pandemic, it's like, you know what? Maybe that's my big pause and like <laughs> break the rest of like, I don't have to reserve the energy of meeting people in person right now. And I've been, it's been nice. Uh, so yeah, so um, we'll try to catch up on other episodes, I guess, to let you know what else we're doing. But for now, this is where we are. Um, what are we on? Episode nine. So we have one more to wrap up um, this set. And then we'll just keep going. We, we haven't really um, decided to stop after we, because um, we have a some recordings to go but we'll see how it goes um yeah so topics what did we say i i did oh i did say i wanted to do my rant i don't know if i need to anymore but um i'll just say that um in the in light of recent events we should have a lot more nuance and understanding in our conversations of who is able to shower on a daily basis that's how I will phrase that. And not to say that I don't condone that we should be clean. I think when you get in the shower, you should wash all the parts of you. <laughs> like soap should touch, scrubbing should happen. I agree. And it does not need to be visible dirt. But I do also believe that not everybody is well within their capabilities of showering every single day of the week. And some people don't even leave the house enough for that to even happen. But I digress. That's, yeah. Like I said, I was in my shower this morning having like feelings about um, these conversations that are happening on the internet about people who don't like water and to wash their asses. So yeah, so I'll keep it there for now. Um, we don't, we're going to run into a lot of like time if I really get into my rant. And I, li- I was listening to um, the read this today um, and Kirkery went into a whole last rant. I'm like, is he okay? <laughs> but I know what it's like to be passionate about something and just need to go off. So I was like, you know what? You know, let him have it. So I don't want to be there right now. So. <laughs> um. Oh, snap, I just noticed something. Uh, okay, uh, but go on, yeah. Um, so I thought we were talking about this week, soft skills and what? Um, self-care. In homeschooling specifically, like, I think that this is a twofold thing, probably more than that, but in the midst of the onslaught of new homeschoolers mixed in with the general, I think, August panic about curriculums and will my kid get into college and activities and all the stuff that comes up for people pre-September of every year. A lot of things get left out. Like if you're home, you have get the gift to give your children. We were talking about this a little bit in our chat, um, our meet and greet chat. Sorry. What was that you? 
That's probably me. Sorry. Go I had a message come through at the same time. Um, <laughs> about how you have the ability to give your children and yourself the gift of time and space to just slow down and be and work on things other than school stuff. If your kids homeschool life, is going to be all of the same pressures and activities at the same rate and intensity or more so more intense because it's now one-on-one what really was the purpose Mm -hmm. there's not really reason why we can't both be giving our kids the the benefit of time time to move slower time to deep thinker time to take pauses but also time to learn all of those important life skills and adulting skills and personal care skills that they don't really get time to work through adequately before they hit adulthood. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what I feel like we are right now in this moment, especially with all of these people feeling like my kids have missed out or they're going to miss out. I want to make sure they're not behind. Behind I want to make sure that in six years when they're applying for college, that they're, you know, above the pale and above all of those kids that experience the same stuff with them. (laughs) Right. It's like you're wasting perfect opportunities, but also like a, a big part of our homeschool, unschool life, whatever you want to call it. It's focusing on the soft skills, leaning into your relationships, leaning into negotiation, communication, time management, all of those kind of soft skills that you need, creative thinking, um, the ability to talk to people, right? Just And then those self-care skills, like, what do I like? What makes me feel good? What resets me? What what do I want to eat? What do I not want to eat? Do I like this thing? Do I like this person? Do I actually like this person? Am I actually hungry or am I just bored? (laughs) Did I actually need to sign up for 13 weeks of parkour when I actually could have just, you know, gone to the park for a few hours with some people who are also interested in this thing Mm -hmm. like it's important for kids to learn those skills it's important for adults to learn those skills but the time and place for that for a lot of people has already long since passed Mm -hmm. but if you have this opportunity now as a time to reevaluate as part of that like they kind of work on giving those things to your kids like my kids Mm -hmm. both of my kids were born with uteruses and we've talked at length about um can you not just reproductive care but in in particular where it where it concerns things like um periods in particular menstrual health Mm -hmm. and just how much rest is warranted during that time in that process and that you don't need to have permission to take that rest it is automatic and you just take the rest just rest Mm -hmm. during that time and i've been living that and modeling that but also just being like 
you shouldn't have to power through. Yeah. Right. Even looking at things like what to use, often those menstrual product debates, right? Less of it is about health and what's good for you and what's in the products that people are giving you to put in your body. And more of it is about how much can this hold? Like diapers, right? How much can this hold? How much, how productive can I continue to be with this product? How much is it going to inconvenience me to have to care for myself properly during this time using these products? And that is such a distortion of so many things. It really um, frustrates me. But like that's become a big part of our thing. Like these are the things, these are the nutrients that are usually missing. This Mm -hmm. is how you know during that time of the month. This is how you know. Like here are things that can help you know when those things are coming, when that time of the month is coming. And here are all of the different various products that you can use, right? Because the Mm -hmm. other thing that we do, particularly as Black people, I'm sure other people do too, but I'm speaking as a Black woman. Mm-hmm. is deny our kids access to things that make us uncomfortable mm-hmm. especially around menstrual products well so no what... tampons are not going to make you not a virgin like you can use them when you're not whether you're having sex or not mm-hmm. like all of these things so making sure that knowledge is available mm-hmm. for everyone about all of the different products and all of the different things so that they can choose the things that work best for their bodies. I'm in a um, a black black woman crafts group (laughs) and I don't know what it was about. I forget, but there was a picture of somebody asking a crafting question related to a a reusable um, menstrual, what is it called? Pad, whatever. And you know we I use them so uh, I use a couple whatever. All I know is the first post that one, the, mine, but yeah. you know, one of the posts that I saw is literally someone saying that's nasty, that's gross. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We've got first of all, who of, asked we, you? We, we've got a lot of maturing to do in this yeah. room in general. <laughs> who asked you? That's gross. I'm like you gotta be kidding me. Uh, you know how much I money think... I've saved on? I haven't yeah. even. Ooh, the amount of money I have saved from not having to use a menstrual cup is like, I mean, by having not having to like buy pads, like reusable, I mean, disposable pads. Yeah. And there's reusable everything, right? People make reusable tampons. Like they, people do mm. like the cloth ones or knit ones or whatever. Mm. Like there's a, a whole lot of mm-hmm. things available. But, but even just to not, make the yeah. time to sit and talk and go through pros and cons and Mm -hmm. like this is what these things are this is what they look like this is how you could use them or not use them make the decisions but i think a lot of our conversations about um around menstrual health for for my household has been about the care and the rest Mm -hmm. right yeah, that's a good These are the type that. of workouts that are, are best for your body at different points in your cycle. Mm-hmm. These are the type of foods that are best for your body at different points in your yeah, cycle. Somebody talk to this me is about that based kind of on stuff. what your cycle looks like, whether the blood is dark or whether it's light or mm-hmm. where it is, how it, 
did this is what your body is telling you yeah. about these things right and Whatever. so much of that centers on taking the time because you cannot do any of that without time and awareness mm-hmm. and presence right so much of that or shame because that's the other thing like the amount of like yeah. hiding the amount of like oh yeah yeah um people who don't have uteruses shouldn't be able to see your pads or know that you're like you just came out the bathroom and did like, like the discreetness like our whole like my whole experience in school like that whole like being really discreet discreet about it or embarrassed by it like this is not a natural thing that your body is doing it's yeah I mean this is like a specific conversation but you can apply it to so many things well yeah so like for us self-care and rest are connected to so many things and our I say in our homeschool but just because in our life, all those things for us are, are interconnected. But if you're coming to homeschooling or unschooling, um, especially in this moment, and you're developing a schedule or routine, these are things that I believe pretty strongly should be factored into and given just as much time and energy as like your math curriculum. Well, or your yeah. your history curriculum like these things are important and they're going to be more important mm-hmm. than a lot of those things throughout the course of your life mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so like mm-hmm. for me also from a homeschool specific point of view planning for me is an act of self-care and it allows me more time to get proper rest and that for me, it's planning my week and knowing that what things I have so I know when not to add in more things. But it's also for me, meal planning so that I'm not in a wreck or stressed about making sure that everybody has eaten and eaten things that are actually gonna nourish their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, like last night, we came in the house at almost seven o'clock. It's not the first time this week that we've done that from being out with friends. It's it's summer, by the way. I'm sure it probably won't be the last. The last thing I wanted to do was start cooking anything. But because we have a plan, we know what foods we have, it was easy to shift things around for us. And also helps your budget. And I know for a lot of people on homeschoolers, they're dealing with one income. That's Mm -hmm. huge. Yeah, that's something that I ebb and flow with. Um, when I'm on my thing, on my shit, like my family is eating at home. We're, but then sometimes I, you know, get off my couch. Like it's and I think it's a key part day. of that planning mm-hmm. is knowing that planning is family specific. Oh, there's a storm. Um, oh, that's what that was. Yeah, that's thunder. Is is family specific. So planning for your family and planning for my family, whether that be uh, classes and activities or curriculum or daily schedules or food is going to be different because your family's needs and your needs are different than mine. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a big, another thing that people get so wrapped up in, like, I can't meal plan. I can't do all these things because I don't want to have 800 I can't afford to buy 800 pieces of Tupperware. And it's like, well, meal planning also includes just saying on Thursday, we're going to have spaghetti mm-hmm. and Tuesday is tacos. Like that, that's a form of meal planning. And that's it takes a doing. lot off your plate just to have that bare bones system mm-hmm. in place. 
That's what I've been working but on. Be like the key point in planning <laughs> is also building and rest to your plan. Like, and that can look like building in days that your kids are going to cook. It could look like building in days that you're eating out. Yeah. It could look like days that you're out building in days that your spouse is cooking. It, but building in moments of rest is crucial to the planning. Otherwise you defeat the purpose. Yeah. And, still, and, and then it becomes work and you're still going to burn out. Like if you're, maybe there are people out there that like to cook every meal, every single day. I am not her. That's why we like leftovers. And when I build, when I do things, because I've done it in the past, like building, I'm going to cook every single day for a month. That's how we end up eating out every day for three weeks in a row, which also happens. Mm-hmm. Well, this is speaking to like the importance of like the de-schooling process and like, you know, giving that space for your kids also gives a space for you, like you were saying, because if you really like process oh, I'm giving my child this space to kind of figure out who they are and what they like. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have the space to figure out who I am and what I like. And then being mindful of that, like, yeah, I'm not that girl. I don't like cooking like that. Or I'm not that person. Like, I don't, I, because that's, you know, like you're talking about this stuff. Like I'm starting to notice a pattern in when I like cooking. And so like, and it is seasonal. Like, I feel like I am more mm-hmm. of a seasonal Beans. identifying so, your cycles is huge yeah. like I like when it's like time when it's getting cooler and I can make those batch meals and I feel more ready to do it in a September and October room and it's whether I notice that because uh, I didn't notice it until a couple of years ago like oh okay I like this so then therefore August can be a time where I'm like oh I don't want to cook as much like maybe this is a time when we might be eating out a little more or we have lighter meals or whatever and checking in with that but um yeah like really getting into like who you are as a person and what you like as opposed to being like well I thought when I was going to become a parent that I would be like you know breakfast lunch and dinner I'd be in the kitchen doing this or my kids would be more responsible in these ways and then like oh wait that kid's not capable right now of being able to do this on their own (coughs) or whatever like I need to be attentive in this like these are things that I struggle with um, but sometimes like when I'm being more mindful, I notice that when it's, when I'm being mindful, when I'm on my piece, it's just, like it works out really well. Yeah. Um, and a lot uh, of those things create space mm-hmm. for you to have that presence of mind yeah. more regularly and for your kids to do the same. Yeah. We're on day two of leftovers or day three, I guess so. Well, second day of leftovers, third day of the same food. And I was like, do you want something else? My husband's like, we're from, excuse me, leftovers. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Even though I'm like a little over it, but there's still food left, I guess, you know. Um, and also, I mean, things like effective communication, like the, those are right. And going back to the soft skills, not only should that be a priority or can that be a priority in your homeschool? But it also changes the dynamics of your family culture as a whole 
And again, you spend less time trying to manage and figure out and read between the lines and what wasn't said and what did they mean? And all of those things go away. And again, that's an act of self-care for you. Making sure that everybody in your home, in your safe space has these skills Mm -hmm. is an act of self-care for you because that's less of doing all of that other managing and processing that you need to do. That's true. Yeah. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. I probably would have been smarter to put myself on mute for that one, but sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, uh, she needs this, this enlightenment over here. Uh, <laughs> not that I know this stuff, but yeah, it's always good to be mind, remind, get a reminder. Um, self skills are important. Self care for me is like, an ebb and flow. Earlier this month, I was trying to, I may have mentioned it, my crafting and stuff like that. And then I spent like a week or so like, damn, I haven't crafted. I just leave all that stuff out. I haven't done anything. I did like the fact that I can leave out a project and nobody else needs to mention it. Can you hear well, my I kids? Well, I think part of the issue <laughs> with self-care is that people try and hinge it onto specific tasks mm-hmm. and things that may be fun or enjoyable, but overall don't have any particular particular meaning. Uh-huh. And so it's easy to have those things fall away or forget about them or whatever, yeah. because while it is something fun and you enjoy and it can relax you, it's probably not the deep, meaningful self-care that your body needs. And meanwhile, uh-huh. those things are happening usually in short, much shorter bursts of time, uh-huh. but because we're not thinking about them as self-care, we can't extend extend the amount of time that they're happening or the presence yeah. that we have with them. And so we're still missing out. And I think that's part, a, a lot of that is like people, partly because they wanna be able to sell you more stuff, have shifted the focus of self-care to like you need some candles you need a bath with bath salts and bath bombs get a pedicure you need need to go get this elevator music to play while you take your shower Mm -hmm. like you need to go out for pedicures Mm -hmm. and while those things are great we most people enjoy them they're not going to fill you consistently the way you need to because your your individual body because it comes back to like individual people what yeah. you need for self-care speaks to a different part of you. Well, that's like when we're um, noticing like the difference between the pandemic, whereas when we were like, you know, you think, oh, the hustle and bustle of like leaving the house and stuff like that is great now. But I'm like, that was self-care for me sometimes in a way, like the ride to and from an event where my kids are not like are in the car paying attention to something that's on the, right. the story or whatever. And I'm deep in thought in, in my own like, you know, space or whatever. Cause I realized um, growing up as somebody who was more introverted, when I came home, my mom was in her space and I was in my space and I was by myself. And like being home 24 seven with children, <laughs> you don't really get that by yourself as much. So I'm like, oh, I need, I need me time, alone time. I need time to just be with my own thoughts. 
and sometimes it needs to be on my terms. So it's like a very interesting thing to like really like think through like, oh, this is what gives me joy is to just not have to respond, answer to anybody else for a certain period of time. So yeah, when I do the days when I'm like, okay, this is my time. This is what I'm gonna do for myself and you guys can do this. And we all have our own like moments. They're much more enjoyable. Like, cause then, and then I can be present for the kids, right? And I, I can read to them or I don't mind um, one of them coming over and hugging me and snuggling on the cat. Like, it's like, yeah, when you give yourself that space, it opens up a lot more. I do. That's why I miss when my kids were napping. I was like, oh, fine. I'll give up on napping. Like they, I don't really need to pressure them. But now looking back, I'm like, damn, that was a benefit for me. <laughs> like nap time was something that I enjoyed doing it with them. And also like, you know, having that break. Yeah. Cause even if I nap with them, either I didn't nap the whole time with them some days or, you know, it looked different whichever way, but now it's like, I, I miss having babies that napped. And I want to like, kind of reintroduce them to that. Like, yo, y'all sleeping on this nap and stuff. Like it's good. <laughs> Enjoy a nice little sleep. They were doing that for a while at some point, like with my husband, like on a weekend, one of them would nap with him and they, they haven't done it. Well, we build, we build a quiet hour sometimes it's an hour sometimes not. but we go quiet time into our day still mm-hmm. where everybody mm-hmm. goes yeah. and does their um when they were younger we had it attached to either starting with or ending with reading time mm-hmm. to make sure everybody including me was getting time to read in every day but now nobody in this house well my husband sleeps but nobody in this house goes right to bed they're all reading till who knows when in the morning to get their reading time in so we don't need that anymore but um we still have time during an hour or so during the day where it's like this is just the quiet time yeah everybody goes to their space alone both to get a break from everybody else in the house, but also to do something that you want to do that's just for yourself to recharge. And now when they don't have that, like if we've been out for the day or, or whatever, they can no- they notice the difference. They feel the difference. Yeah. I, and it's I'm important sure. for me. And it started, it was important for me to give my kids set time away from each other and not, not necessarily because they were fighting but the opposite, because they were spending so much time playing with each, with each other and compromising. And while those skills are great, you still need time where you don't have to compromise with anybody, mm-hmm. where you can just be. I, did, I literally had that conversation with my daughter the other day because she was upset that they're not, the boys aren't like playing with her when in the way she wants to when they want. I was like, you should enjoy this time alone. You know what I miss? I missed I miss alone time. You should enjoy it while you have it. And if you're upset that they don't want to play the game that you want to play, but you compromise with them, then maybe you don't play the game that they want you to play because that you don't want to play. Maybe you make that concession and you figure out like how to play. Because I'm like, you could play. It's just like, what can I do? I'm like, you could go get your dolls. You could play tea time. You could do this stuff. Like, you could figure out stuff to do by yourself and enjoy that time because you do enjoy time alone. She was like, yeah, I do. So. She got excited about that because that meant she got to get a doll out of like the library or whatever. I'm like, the doll didn't have to stay with the toy library, just the stuff. Like, because the doll had my niece gave like handed down 
all the American girl crap that her doll has. So I'm like, you have a lot. It's a whole bin. So yeah, so I'm like, yeah, you can take your doll out. I told you you can have your doll. So that realization, that conversation has been happening a lot. Like, it's nice to, you know, say, oh, you want to play this game? I'll play with you if you play this or whatever. But if at some point, I'm like, you know, relationships are a two-way street. If you find that that person is not willing to do what you like and you're only they're only doing the thing that they like or whatever you're fine it's fine for you to be like no I'm good I don't want to interact with you like that and I'm like I know they're your brothers but you can also say that to them like you need to learn this lesson across the board (laughs) but yeah um I feel you um that compromise thing I I'm I get like that with some people like like it's not fair to be the person who's always who's always making the compromises and sometimes, yeah, I forget. Like you said, I miss miss my alone time. <laughs> I am not trying to um, reminisce, but I I am getting a little bit more alone time. Unfortunately, it's usually on calls and meetings and stuff like that. But um, when I was doing my little craft, I pulled out coloring book again to figure out if that's what I wanted to do more of. Um, but it's coming along a little bit. I like the nuance of like the self-care conversations. And then um, as we're doing this Black Breastfeeding Week stuff and talking about rest, I noticed a lot of people, like I noticed it because Jillian pointed out about like people talking about um, sleep. Mm. And she'd be like, you know, rest is not just sleep. Mm -hmm. Like taking a break is not just taking a nap, you know? And although the nap ministry I'm into that, but um, I like the idea of like sitting my husband. You know what it reminds me of because people think of everything in absolutes, right? And this is Mm -hmm. harkening back to the conversation on self-care. Like self-care is not just taking bubble baths or pedicures, Mm -hmm. right? And I was looking at something the other day and it said like, and a lot of, I believe the original post was about Arab families. But once I saw it, the person was responding to it saying, no, it's Black black people too. Like, if you're sick, if you're ill, I believe it actually said, but I mean, like, if you're sick and you smile about something, then automatically you're no longer sick. Like, get up, clean up, start doing all the things. You can't be sick anymore because you had the audacity to oh. open your open your lips and let your teeth shine through. And it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, if you don't go to sleep, it's not rest. Mm-hmm. Don't close your eyes. And, yeah. You're not snoring. Like, no, sometimes rest looks like watching, I don't know, Food Network. Sometimes <laughs> rest yeah. looks like just sitting in my car, not talking to anybody, not listening to anybody, not even going mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I, I will say that sometimes it's being on my phone, but sometimes it's getting off my phone. Like it does, mm-hmm. it depends on what I'm doing. Cause I was going to say my, me and my husband had a back and forth about that because we were going to watch something together and he, you know, not turn the TV off, but he turned it to like the Roku, like whatever thing. And he went upstairs to do something. I was like, how long are you going to be? He was like, I don't know. Not that long. So I turned on something and he was like, I was gone two minutes. Like you couldn't sit here for two minutes. I'm like, no, cause I didn't want to. It was like a whole back and forth because he didn't understand, couldn't comprehend how I didn't need to like be engaged in something. I was like, I wanted, like, I'm, I've been watching like the Monk series and I just like, like, I keep telling people Monk is ahead of, was ahead of his time with all these germaphobes, like germaphobes. I'm like, I'm here for all the Monk stuff. But um, 
I wanted to watch it for two. I'm like, I don't care if it's two minutes. I cut it off. It's so fine. But he was just like, why couldn't you just sit here for two minutes? I did not want to sit here for two minutes. <laughs> I can't wait for you to come back. Like, why can't you? Wanna... But it's like, you know, but anyway, um, it's that little things like, you know, what it looks like for all of us um, and acknowledging You that, know what right? that reminds me of? And this is about like completely mm-hmm. off anything that we meant. Well, maybe, no, this self-care is self-care, right? And that can present it in other ways. It reminds me of a lot of people I know who particularly like in that college age or right after college or people who maybe were in relationships in high school that carried into college were inevitably uh, the friends debate, right? We we were on a break. Like I need mm. a break. We've been in this relationship a long time. What that means? To, right. I need to reassess what that means. Um, that so mean I need some time away else. from this relationship. But I don't want you to date or see anybody else or do anything yeah. that could um, have you otherwise engaged potentially in another relationship outside of this. Mm-hmm. But if you can't control the same way that you have been in this relationship all this time and you need to see mm-hmm. what it is that you whether you need to be here or not, or just have some time to breathe, so do they. And part of it for them is that while that all that time they were in here kissing and hugged up with you, they weren't kissing and hugged up with somebody else. So if that's what they need to do for their break, then that's what they need to do for their break. Like what you mm-hmm. need and what they need are two different things, especially when you were the one inspiring the break in the first place. And you can be clear about and your intentions. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like you can need a break, but you can't dictate how mm-hmm. other people should feel about that break yeah. or experience that break outside mm-hmm. of what you need for yourself. Yeah. You should be over there worried about what you need to do for you during the break. Mm-hmm. And that's the conversation of like, you can um, express like being your intentions can be, this is what I'm from a break right so like these are the soft skills the the Mm -hmm. effective communication because i feel like in that situation a lot of what i saw was people saying things like well they're just dating people or seeing people or whatever to get back to me back at me or to be spiteful because they're angry because they're hurt and it's like well they might be hurt that this time has come but wanting to see what else is out there is not necessarily indicative of spite. In -hmm. your own way, you were also seeing what else is out there. You were seeing what life is like for you out there on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just because what life could be like for you doesn't necessarily involve dating. Yeah. Or uh, sex look, or kissing look, or whatever else. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the, like I mean that's not about being angry at you necessarily. Yeah. Y'all gotta I'll, stop pre- <laughs> I'll trump what you thought was like off topic and get into the meme that I saw about um what did it call? Well men, like some men. Um I I don't know what word we're gonna use for them, cis men, whatever, heteronormative cis I don't know what terminology we're using for this category of people outside of heter- cis heteronormative men sometimes call fuck boys no <laughs> no but um in the sense of like hey i'm not really interested in dating right now but i want to be with you 
but I don't want you to be with anybody mm-hmm. else. And I want nothing like that yeah. kind of like, <laughs> like, I just want you to sit at home and wait for me to sleep with you. And then that's it. Like, like, I want you to like be and it's available to me, but I don't want to be your boyfriend. You know, like that kind of like situation reminds me of that. But like to bring in all of the conversations we've had (laughs) this season, the soft skills part of that is saying, I I hear what you're saying. This is what I need and what I'm going to do. That this is not necessarily about you or the way that you're feeling about it, but this is what I'm going to do. The boundary says, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with you on this topic right the rest part says i've made my decision and i'm going to do it and i'm going to feel good about it and i'm going to enjoy it now yeah (laughs) and Um, all of that comes together yeah and an act of self-care it does i it's funny you were talking about um the the black community or the what did you say was muslim as well our arabs Arab that person. that um the wellness when I um you when you were describing it it had made me think of this meme of someone showing that a person sitting in a wheelchair disabled and then them standing and saying still disabled like how we kind of put like boxes around like what wellness or illness or ability disability looks like and then that person can't be in a Venn diagram basically mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't you can't have multiple experiences or multiple identities no I put you in this box this is where you stay <laughs> like no autonomy like I I am not a monolith in myself like you know it's just, just yeah just thinking about that um but yeah I um yeah I think soft sales are good pro- good for us uh, to all practice and and we have the kids. time and space as homeschool. And it's also really important because I'm noticing a lot of people, it, and we'll see more of it because a lot of people are homeschooling, right? Because of protests or tantrums or attitudes or whatever you want to call it, who, whose hearts are not really in. Homeschooling is hard. Mm-hmm. Unschooling is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I raised my hand. <laughs> And there is a lot of unlearning and managing and, you know, deprogramming, especially as the adult who was not homeschooled or unschooled, right, coming to the process. It's hard Mm -hmm. for all of those reasons and more. Yeah, because parenting is hard. if you are not committed to those things, Mm -hmm. it gets exponentially harder so a lot of these people who walked into this because they and part of it is a bias right you assume that this is an easy thing that you can just walk into Mm -hmm. and do so part of it is that bias and but all of these people are about to get a reality check and i think a big part of that um is not appreciating the moment that they've given themselves whether accidentally mid tantrum or that they had actually chosen because they at some point wanted to homeschool because so much of that for them is looking like parroting school Mm. right or my favorite is when they think that they're not parroting school but they really are so i want it to be i want to do all of the school stuff but it's going to be different because instead of 20 minutes of outdoor time i'm going to let my kids go outside for an hour 
They're going to go out before school and after school. And they can talk during lunch. (laughs) It's like, that is what school is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Like, your child should have at least an hour. (laughs) It's still just like school. Are you testing now? Um, (laughs) So, like, if you, if they can see, like, I have the ability to do all of the things or any of the things or none of the things, right? Because I'm here in New Jersey and there's a few other places that that have that same amount of freedom, but because this is where we are, I don't have to do any of that. And so I could focus more on these other things. I can focus Mm -hmm. more on these communication skills and these relationships Mm -hmm. on this like planning and self-care and making sure that they know how important rest is and how important cycles are and listening to your body and seeing how your body changes throughout the month or throughout the year throughout the seasons because all of those are different cycles that impact Mm -hmm. you in different ways so yeah so i think homeschooling i feel like even if the schooly people were like you know what we're going to do a whole semester of researching rest or self-care or i feel like at least you'd be in the conversation you're in the atmosphere (laughs) at least yeah because i I mean i want to go on record with saying like homeschooling unschooling parenting being a stay-at-home parent or being a parent in general like all that stuff together is hard because it's an on-the-job training you know like you can have all this the um, um education and childhood education and all these things and understand whatever, but until you're actually doing, there are experts in these fields that don't necessarily are able to rear their children the way that they're experts. Like it's just, it's really hard. It's, and, and it's not, and it's not an exact science because you could have been like, oh, I raised my 18 year old, they are immaculate, but this five-year-old over here, no, like it doesn't. Because every one of them is yeah. different exactly. and every one of them was conceived at a different time and a different cycle, picking yeah. up different vibes. Where the stars from you and the moons and, and your partner, yeah. right? And there's all kinds of shit going on mm-hmm. that's going to affect each of those people, those yeah. children, and you differently. Yeah, because you know, growing and up, gonna how be speaking to different aspects of you. Yeah, growing up, you know how people would complain, like, "Oh, I'm the older kid." My parents were more strict with me than they were with my siblings because they got to see what it was like with the, oh, okay, now we know. <laughs> but, but sometimes it's like, it, it's all those things. Um, there was something else I was going to bring up. Um, but yeah, it's homeschooling. Yeah, I agree. Homeschooling is not easy. Y'all sit up in here and, um, you know, you think you have it the easier way. It's hard. But I raised my hand when you were saying that because I'm like, I struggle as a parent. I've been struggling since day one of being a parent and just like mis- uh, managing my expectations and understanding of what this is going to look like and the child I have in front of me and who I am as a parent. And it has not gotten easy- easier. I've un- understand it a lot more at this point, but it hasn't gotten like easier. I'm not like, oh yeah, I get this, all of this stuff. I can expressed to some people depending on the situation like what I've learned about the process but yeah the only thing I did I did do coming into parenting is like I knew I was gonna fail (laughs) and at this point I probably wouldn't use that terminology but like I knew like no matter what decisions I made my kids are not going to be like necessarily satisfied with all of them you know so I'd use that terminology probably more than like failing but yeah so here we are 
<laughs> I do not remember the other thing that I was going to say when you were talking about um, all this stuff, but yeah. Um, soft skills. So I think that's it for us this mm -hmm. week, unless you had something else you wanted to. No, I can't remember my other thought. I'm going to, if I listen back to this, I feel like, oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, well, maybe it wasn't as important, but um, I think we're good. Uh, so we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next. Like I, like I keep saying, send us some um, questions or things that we want to explore, all 12 of you that listen to us. <laughs> we would love to you know, dive into some other stuff. Um, and I will try to remember to add the resource of, for the book that Shadis mentioned that we are supposed to be reading that I do not have. And I am the slow reader of the group. So we'll get on that. I have medical apartheid. Or January <laughs> yeah. book, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even start reading. And I've had that for months. I didn't even start reading that yet. Um, I'm trying to finish up. What do I have? Oh, like, five books that I've started that is my trend for parent like I start a book I can start a book I still haven't finished spare the kids that's how far behind I am with books <laughs> you should plan yourself kid <laughs> yeah I mean the problem is like if I do it in bed like I fall asleep like I read the first chapter of parable of a sour and I was like I have no idea what I just read I don't I don't know what I read what what was this about um but I'll use it slowly. I'm wondering if I should do the trick of like reading the books that I'm reading to my kids. Cause apparently I can read a book to the kids. No problem. I mean, they are much, much um, lower reading level. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Okay. I need a visual for somebody to draw. You know how this all, everybody's talking about um, what if they are behind? I need people to, uh, some type of visual that's like someone explaining like what if the kids are behind, what if they're behind and someone just emphasizing like what if they are like happy or what if they are something else and like see all the stuff that is left behind like you're trying to get your kids on this like um you're still stuck on behind what yes so that's the thing but you're, you're trying to get your kids on this path right like oh the 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 road is going in this direction you want to make sure they caught up to all the other kids Ooh, actually there are no other kids ahead because everybody is in the same situation but then at the same time but with all this time that we've gotten due to this pandemic, you're missing all of this stuff that you're leaving behind, like all this stuff on the back burner. Like for me, business-wise, like building up a nonprofit, the pandemic was the pause. Like, oh, I have access to all this other shit. I have the time. I have childcare. I could do so much more and I've taken advantage of that. But I also could have just done nothing and it still would have been as valuable, right? But you having time with your kids in your house and everybody's just like, oh, I need to get the kids out as opposed to enjoying that. Do you understand like how you can, like the possibilities are there to, for you to like look back on this time and be like, oh, you know, it was kind of sucky that we couldn't go on that trip or do whatever, but we got to spend so much time together. And I've seen families take that, take advantage of that. And it's been beautiful, you know? So I don't, I'm like, there's a, yeah I need a visual I need like something like in that respect because it's like you know what if they're left behind but also I'm gonna say it again what if they're happy like what if the process of you homeschooling or being like um present with your child 
opens you up to meet this like amazing person and also find that in yourself because we're so deprived of all those things from the way our society is filled up and I feel like that's one thing like I am so grateful for choosing to homeschool my kids that I've I don't think I would know certain things about my kids or found out certain things about myself without you know going through this process yeah, so that's my little. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm glad I read it. No, I'm joking. It doesn't really matter. But I need a visual. I need something like that. I wish I could draw better than I could. Can all right. Um, my um reminder is telling me that I have another meeting, <laughs> and somebody's texting me asking me to heat up dinner. So I I don't know how that's gonna work <laughs> out. But um, all right. Well, all right. um, bye everybody. Thank you for listening to us. <laughs>